Hello, and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about treating ourselves with compassion, especially in terms of imperfection. I um, am feeling, um, what, liberated today because last night I gave a um, Zoom presentation to a genealogical society about the imperfect genealogist, which was my the same talk I gave at Roots Tech, but oh. I had never given a Zoom presentation, so I had all this anxiety about... <laughs> about technological <laughs> problems, oh, and yeah. I spent a goodly amount of time like worrying about my backdrop, and then... I ended up deciding that it didn't matter, and uh-huh. um, that if it, if it was not perfect, it really didn't matter, and so I, I basically went back to, I, I made it simpler. I had like, oh, <laughs> my computer balanced on books and things, <laughs> and I, yeah. it was going to be a whole thing, and I'm like, no, this is, <laughs> let it be easy, and it worked out just fine. Oh, good. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. So I've been thinking a lot about our usual topics. I think about them all the time, but this week I was really thinking about them. Right. uh, And especially not just in terms of what you're talking about in the talk, but probably about um, giving the presentation. Yeah, exactly. It was like I really had to channel all the advice that we give. <laughs> well, I was letting myself get worked up about it, but it went well, and people were were kind in the comments, and um, I think it was fine. Oh, wonderful! Yes. Well, it, you know, it's sort of nice to know that you, a person who is naturally good at good enough, still feels you know some anxiety around perfectionism. Sure. Well, I mean, I wasn't really striving for perfect. I was striving for not embarrassing. But but yeah, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> right. But I mean, I think that that is, is useful to know, because that can be one of the problems with perfectionism is you feel like it's just you like, you know, this is only a problem for you that everybody else manages this okay. Right. Oh, absolutely. And it can, yeah. and, and you can really, I think, be hard on yourself about it without a doubt. Right. I mean, and that's where compassion comes in. Yes. And, you know, the, it's interesting, this, this topic idea came to me because um, I was having a session with my coach, and we were talking about judgment about things and, and um the she said it was something about like what the opposite of it was and 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 I was talking about like well you know sort of not caring and she said well the opposite of judgment isn't apathy it's compassion yes yes and that just like hit me so wow i mean it was just really 
huge. Yeah, that's significant. I'm thinking about it in terms of my work and how we are, uh, professional organizers and coaches, are absolutely non we need to be absolutely non-judgmental and we right. also need to be very compassionate and i hadn't thought of them as as opposites that they are i don't know why yeah. that feels so important but it really does yeah doesn't it yeah so like yeah. this is a little bit of what i experienced when she said that uh-huh and nice. so and it made me think about how you know, part of the problem with perfectionism is how judgmental we are about having it or, you know, that it's a feels like a problem or, you know, whatever that you like, feel judgment um, of yourself for however perfectionism is um, making things difficult in your life. And rather than trying to get to a place of not caring, looking at what you're dealing with through a lens of compassion can make all the difference. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful. And, well, and I would think that we're also talking about not just um, feeling, giving yourself compassion about being you know, um, challenged by perfectionism, but also being compassionate about being imperfect. Yes, because I would think that if one is really wrapped up in perfectionistic tendencies, it's easy to feel like you're constantly, feel constantly disappointed in yourself when you don't achieve that elusive perfection. Right, right. And then another layer of it is having compassion for other people who are at a different place or at a different level on the um, sort of perfection versus imperfection continuum, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah, so bringing that feeling of compassion in whenever perfectionism comes up, you know, whether it's for you and um, how you're thinking about things, whether it's um, someone else, it can really... Uh, I guess how I describe it is like it opens up your options. Mm -hmm. Like when you experience something from a place of compassion. Right. And, and I think even among people who are generally speaking, very compassionate um, to others, it's yes, can be really hard to be compassionate when it comes to yourself. I know I'll say things to myself that I would never say to a client or consider saying <laughs> right. to a client. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I, you know, I was thinking, I remember when I first started my business 15 years ago now, I um, was really struck by how hard people who are were dealing with disorganization were on themselves, that yes. they were just, just um, had so little compassion for themselves. And that's one of the things I've always tried to do is um, open them, open them up to feeling okay. I mean, being kinder to themselves. Mm -hmm. um, but and 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 again, this idea that it's the flip side of judgment or the opposite of judging yourself um, is being compassionate to yourself fits right in there. Yeah, it really yeah. does. And and I think part of where this comes from is that. Um, in our culture, we sort of have this idea that you have to kind of be harsh on yourself to make sure you don't 
do something wrong or make the same mistake again or you know something like that Mm -hmm. and that if you're if you're not hard on yourself you're you're gonna let yourself get away with it and you're gonna do it again Um, or you're going to continue to have this issue that um uh you are experiencing because of feelings of perfectionism so uh, like, you know, in your work, someone may feel like they have to beat themselves up about not being able to manage their clutter, because if they don't beat themselves up about it, then they would be accepting it and they don't want to accept it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. When in fact, beating themselves up doesn't help anything. <laughs> and, right. And if they can treat themselves with compassion, they might that might open up the ability to learn some new skills or seek help uh, in learning some new skills so that they can manage their clutter um, or manage not to have clutter. Exactly. Exactly. And I come up against this with clients all the time that, um, you know, it can be anything that they're working on, but they, there's just this, it, I don't even know what it is. It's like, a belief maybe that if you're not hard on yourself, then um, you'll never get over this issue. Mm. Interesting. And so you probably help them uh, get past that belief (laughs) so they can open up to some some change. Yeah, Yeah, and I hadn't ever really thought directly about... um, compassion being the opposite of judgment, you know, usually what I do is help them find uh, whatever qualities they need to feel confident that they can do what they want to do. And, um, but it's, it, it's about like seeing yourself as capable, and as opposed to trying not to make a mistake. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Right. And it seems like it's a little bit of a cousin to the idea that um, something has to be hard, that doing, taking the easy way out on doing something isn't good. And it's, it, 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 if it's hard and you accomplish it, then that's better. Right. Like it counts more. Right. And it doesn't count if it's easy. Right. Which is not the case in my opinion. Right. <laughs> we know you're like the um, champion of the mantra, let it be easy. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So do you, when you're helping clients, um, do you have any special ways that you encourage this sort of self-compassion about perfectionism or anything? Well, Um, One thing you mentioned earlier is something that I might do with a client where, like you said, that you will talk to yourself in ways that you would never talk to a client or anyone else. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's one of the things that we might do is, you know, notice what you're saying to yourself and uh, considering what you would say if you were talking to someone you loved. Mm-hmm. Which hopefully you are, right? Talking to somebody <laughs> you love. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
because some people are having even a difficult time with that, then you can consider it like, you know, how would you talk to a child? Mm. Right, because you know, how w- hopefully yeah. you know, most people are kind to children. Right. Right. Well, hopefully the the people that we're working with are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I think so. Or, you know, it just, you can think about it in many different ways, like whatever way works for you. You could also think about, you know, how how would you talk to, you know, your dearest friend? Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, if it if it's a struggle for you to consider how you know to talk to yourself with love, right? That's a great that's a great exercise and um, yeah, treating yourself like you treat the people that you really care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And right now, it seems like compassion is more important than ever uh, with ourselves because of. Are all all the time we have at home, I guess. Right. <laughs> it's easy to get hard on ourselves. Yeah, well, and, you know, there's so much, uh, I don't know, noise in the, in the world about how we should be using our time right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that it's pretty easy for people to feel bad about what, how they're spending their time or, or, you know, what they're doing or not doing. And I think, you know, like you said, this is the a perfect time to start practicing compassion for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet very few people um, are doing what they thought they would do if somebody hypothetically said, let's say I gave you two months off and you had you and you, were, you weren't really going to be able to go out and do anything <laughs> besides <Right. laughs> take a walk or whatever what do you yeah. suppose you'd get what do you suppose you'd do what do you suppose you'd get done and I would have had a long list of things <laughs> I'm sure that I thought I would get done and you know I, I'm trying to cut myself a lot of slack because I'm getting a lot of stuff done but not yeah. anywhere near what I what I would have guessed I right. would have gotten done yeah. right well and we can't underestimate the energy that it takes to deal with sort of the ambient anxiety of living in such uncertainty oh absolutely in fact that was the um topic of my newsletter on the 15th uh, a few days ago it was about living with with, uh, with uncertainty or i can't remember exactly it was just off the top of my head but it was just a few right. suggestions for um channeling that or, or alleviating that um so i think that's a I, that uncertainty is just you're right you can't over you, you can't it's hard to even comprehend, even though we're right. living it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Um, I do, uh, I track my HRV, which is your heart rate variability. Mm-hmm. And it helps. I, I mean, I started doing it to see how my training was going. It sort of helps you track how your um recovering from training. And I hadn't really looked at the longer term um, uh, trends in it. And with heart rate variability, um, uh, let me think now, is higher better or lower better? I think 
now I can't remember, but whatever it is, um, it jumped, like it got significantly worse in mid-May, I mean mid-March. Uh-huh. And, wow. um, yeah, and I, you know, I mean, obviously, I felt like there was more stress in my life from dealing with this, but I hadn't seen, I mean, like looking at it, like the physiological proof right. of that was really sort of interesting. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have expected to see it in my heart rate, I don't think. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, it's a, you know, it's real. And, uh, and so even if you aren't sort of aware of it happening, like having compassion for yourself, that it very likely is happening to you that your body is responding to this stress. Um, and cutting yourself some slack and, and, you know, like we said, looking through a lens of compassion for what you're doing or not doing can be really helpful. Right. And I think it can, you know, it can also be helpful to put uh, to be thinking in terms of compassion for people around you who might not be, be behaving in an exemplary fashion, <laughs> the person next yes. to the grocery store or whatever, um, <laughs> because we're all going through, you know, we're all just going through so much. And I don't, and I know many people are going through much more stress and anxiety than I am because I've had right. it pretty easy. Um, so, yeah, compassion is what we need right now for ourselves and for others. Yes, absolutely. So, anything else to say about compassion? I'm sure I'll think of lots of things after we finish recording, but <laughs> right now I can't. I oh, actually this isn't this is a little bit off topic, but it just pops into my mind something that's made me really happy that I a little treat I bought myself that oh yeah I'm, I mentioned it in my um, I told you and I also mentioned it in my newsletter and I'm looking at it right now which is black post-it notes. So, oh. For less than $10, I gave myself this little treat that is making me so happy. Right now, I have a black post-it note upon which I wrote in white ink um, on my monitor that says, it was for last night, it says, speak slowly, because <laughs> I tend oh. to speak too fast when I'm speaking. Mm -hmm. And um, I keep looking at it right now while we've been recording, and I'm like, oh, that's making me so happy that it's a black post-it note with white writing on it. So I'll put a link in the show notes in case anyone else wants to treat themselves with compassion and buy themselves some. Because <laughs> uh, they're really wonderful. I, I love that. And it's, and it's so nice to find that like something like that can make such a difference for you. Yeah, exactly. I may be the only one, but I'll share it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, and perhaps you can share a link to uh, subscribing to your newsletter, oh, your okay. business newsletter, um, because I think can't people access the archives? Yes, if, so they could read my article. Yep, I can provide a link yeah. to it. So if people were interested in, in that, um, they can sign up for your newsletter. Excellent. That's a nice idea. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Well, they can, yeah. So, right. no, that's all well, I had to add. 
Okay. Well, I'm glad you did because black post-its with white ink. I was wondering what you wrote on them with because I have a I have a silver sharpie which might be kind of fun, and I have a white pen that would be fun. Yeah, a white gel pen has been the mostly. I also have some metallic pens, but the white's the one that really speaks to me. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) All right. We want to hear from you, our listeners. Uh, Are you? showing yourself compassion now and at other times when you've dealt with perfectionism uh, how can you bring more compassion into your life you can leave us a voicemail at 413-424-GTGE that's 4843 you can uh, visit our website gettingtogoodenough.com and comment on the show notes for this episode you can also find us on social media facebook and instagram at getting to good enough and on twitter at gtg enough but for now this is shannon wilkinson in portland oregon and janine adams in st louis missouri and we hope that good enough is getting easier for you can't wait to get myself some black post-it notes. Excellent.